The time has come, Seattle hockey fans, to talk in more detail about the extension of our first ever head coach, Dave Haxtell. Dave spoke to media today, and I'm going to take you into the post and I'm going to take you into the media press conference. That and more coming up on Locked On Kraken. You are Locked On Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken, a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where we bring you your favorite team or teams every single day. And to the everydayers, whether you are listening on your favorite audio platform or watching on YouTube, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for those who comment. Megan, I knew you were going to like yesterday's thumbnail. I hope you like today's thumbnail even more. And um, if you missed out on the YouTube chat, we were guessing if Dave Haxel was going to be uh, suit, no tie, suit and tie, or I personally brought up that he might go more casual with the polo. And indeed, it was a white polo. <laughs> Dave Haxel spoke at the dais or at the podium at uh, what I believe was Kraken Community Iceplex. And... Um, you know, so it's nice that he went casual, just like it's any other day. So if you are listening and you want to read along, I highly recommend that you head over to NHL.com backslash Kraken, because we're going to be talking about this amazing article by the one and only Allison Lucan. It is entitled Kraken Extend Haxtell Through 25-26 Season. As on ice success grows, Kraken announced announced contract extension for the architect of team lineup systems and culture. That's one Dave Haxtell. Let's hear from Dave Haxtell. And uh, he spoke to media today. There are a few points that really stood out to me from, from Dave's comments, including I loved what he had to say. I've got my handy dandy notebook. I loved what he had to say about his staff, the continuity there, and then the competition in camp. Uh, we'll get to some of those remarks later in the show, but let's hear just, first of all, Dave coming out the gate. Uh, I believe he was poking fun at Jeff Baker. Uh, that sounded like Jeff to me, and uh, just given the direction he was looking in. But uh, here's Dave Haxtell, a little snippet from Dave Haxtell with media after the announcement yesterday of his contract extension uh no I, it's uh it's nice to you know it's nice to hear from people one of the things that you know we had uh got a lot of kraken fans around north america um and that's you know that's that was that was a fun part of seeing the growth uh and the presence of of the kraken in the market here but also uh, throughout the U.S., throughout Canada, um, so it's always nice, you know, it's nice to hear from people uh, that are excited about the future, um, and you know, that's what that's that's where our eyes and focus are on, right? Uh, uh, our entire staff is returning, 
so we have a good rhythm. Uh, we have great rapport, uh, you know, in terms of how our staff operates. Um, so that's that's one that's one element that uh, last year we had to grow. We're going to hear more from Dave throughout the show. And as I mentioned, we're going to go over Allison Lucan's article. That's actually what's coming up next. I also promised you that we're going to get more into development camp. So everydayers, make sure that you tune in for Friday's episode of Locked on Kraken, because you're going to hear what Dave has to say about competition, about young athletes, young skaters, on this episode, Thursday's episode from his media availability. But then I want to take you back to some of what we heard in development camp. Some clips I'll show you, some I'll summarize, because I mentioned every day, or as you know this, the audio was even more wonky than it usually is. Um, and so I will summarize some of what you said, but I want to go to some of that stuff that Dave Haxtell talks about. That's all coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken, Today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets, up to $200. That's right. You bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets. That's whether you win or lose. All on an app that is safe, secure, super easy to use, and pays out instantly. There's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today by visiting fanduel.com backslash locked on and you'll get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's fanduel.com backslash locked on. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle Kraken fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken Thursday edition. Also, for the everydayers, my apologies. I did not realize that Tuesday's episode um, it did not publish. I was traveling on Tuesday, and so apologies that I just, I thought Tuesday's episode went up. So if you missed that one, check it out. We talk about, as I mentioned on yesterday's episode, we uh, talk a little bit about Tuesday's Locked on NHL episode where the guys Seth and Dane talk about some predictions that they have for the Pacific Division. Well, I should say I focused on what they talked about in the Pacific Division, but the entire Tuesday episode is the Western Conference predictions. Who do we think is going to advance? Who's going to be a wild card? All that jazz. So highly recommend it. Again, that is our promo. If you're watching on YouTube, check it out right around there or so. There you go. Um, watch Locked on NHL. And every other Friday, I'm on Locked on NHL to give the women's hockey spotlight. If you're not already listening, check out Locked on NHL. Um, okay, so back to the task at hand. Let's go to Allison Lucan's story. As always, I am not going to read the whole story for you, but, um, you know, we can have a little bit of fun. Let's take a look at what Allison Lucan has for us here. And um, I read you the title. There are a few things that really stood out to me um, when it came to Allison's story. So, the first is 
you have to realize there was a massive improvement from season one to season two. As a matter of fact, it says it right here. It was a 40-point improvement and got Dave Haxtell his uh, first Jack Adams finalist nomination as a head coach for the Seattle Kraken. Um, and so this is coming from the quote that Allison put in the story from Ron Francis. Dave and his staff have done a great job of creating a close-knit team-first mindset in our locker room, and their work ethic helps set the tone for our team. Dave helped guide this team, as I just mentioned, to a 40-point improvement and was a Jack Adams finalist for Coach of the Year. That recognition is well-deserved. Another little nugget that I really liked, speaking of you know, the locked on NHL Western Conference Pacific Division predictions. Here's what Allison writes. Um, Every player was slotted into the perfect position by Haxtell and crew. And as a result, the depth. Yes, I've got to do that. One of those OG throwback. The depth of the Kraken became their ultimate strength. 13 skaters scored at least 10 goals tied with Edmonton for the most on any team. And a league-leading 18 players had 20-plus points. Now, if you listen to yesterday's episode, that in particular is where I still have some question marks regarding what the Seattle Kraken have done to date this season. And I talked about it yesterday on Wednesday's episode um, via the mailbag episode um, from Jeff Baker. We took a look at his mailbag uh, for the Seattle Times. I got the distinct impression that Jeff believes that this Seattle Kraken team is waiting for Andre Burakovsky to be healthy. Now, I do think Andre Burakovsky is going to be a huge help, but how do we get the performance like what Allison is talking about here. Again, having 18 players at 20 plus points, having 13 skaters with at least 10 goals and having that come from the bottom six. Those are questions. It's not necessarily that I'm doubting what Dave Haxtell and company can do. It's just that I am only looking at what's on paper, which again, Coming up on the show, I want to get to a few of the points that Dave Haxtell, you'll hear him mention um, two points in particular that I thought was critically important. And it's been alluded to in this article by Allison Lucan. But before we move on to that, this is a, a quote that Dave gave to Allison in her story that went up yesterday. As a staff, we take pride in the reflection of what our group did in terms of how all in our guys were. It was a great group to work with. We were able to find some belief and find rhythm throughout the year. And I think everyone should be able to enjoy that a little bit. And Dave Haxtell talked about in his media availability today that for him, he was asked about what his process is. And he said he took about 10 days. He talked about a cabin that his family has in Minnesota. But he says his process is to take about 10 days 
away completely. And then getting right back into the grind. I thought it was really interesting also that Dave Haxtell talked about reaching out to players throughout the offseason. And there are a lot of different reasons why. But if you head over to our YouTube channel, you can listen to the entire media availability that Dave Haxtell gave after his announcement. The announcement came out yesterday. His press conference was today, Thursday, um, July 20th. I almost said August 20th. July 20th. In that press conference where Dave Haxtell is talking, he talks about the importance of knowing that the immediate exit interviews within the 48 hours that the Seattle Kraken were eliminated in a game seven in their first ever playoffs. I mean, I'm adding some of this context, but essentially what Dave was saying is that that's a really tough time to have complete perspective. And there are things for some of the young players, for the veteran players that you need to discuss in a little more detail and with a little more thought and care. And so he's been finding ways to communicate with players, respecting their time off, while also respecting the work that has to get done so that the Seattle Kraken are ready for what Dave Haxtell and yours truly believes will be the most competitive training camp that this organization has seen. So coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken, I'm going to take you back to Dave Haxtell and his media availability earlier today, again, Thursday, July 20th, and then break down some of the points that he's talking about with regard to a competitive training camp. Remember, we talked about that yesterday. We talked about that yesterday, and I love, I absolutely love that Dave Haxtell mentioned it. Today, we're also going to talk about a, a, the development camp. We're going to talk about how that grows roots to the training camp. So again, we're going to keep having this conversation going back to the past or ahead to the future regarding leadership development. And that's coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. I want to thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. Erica L. Ayala here, the captain of this particular Kraken podcast. And uh, I've been happy to be with you since Locked on Kraken aired. Um, you probably noticed that my style is to bring the voices of the Kraken organization to you. Um, because I learn so much when I'm around these folks, and I love bringing that to you. And so while I was never on the fire hack stall train, I can understand why some people were. But when you get to see it, and I'm not in market as much as some other people, but even being around the team, there's a, there's a calming energy. There's a calming energy and that really comes to the, the building blocks of what I believe are the Kraken way under Dave Haxtell. And the Kraken way under Dave Haxtell is about communication. It's about communication. Um, you know, Dave Haxtell, he opened his remarks again. Those are on our YouTube page, Locked on Kraken on YouTube. Subscribe. And if you hit the notification bell, you'll get a little update Every time we upload, which is not just our daily episodes, but also some bonus material like media availabilities. But he says, Dave Haxtell, he says he takes pride in building and moving in the right direction when it comes to the Kraken way, when it comes to Seattle Kraken culture. And that's why Allison's, if we again go to Allison's piece, the article, the, the sub 
Title, Kraken announced contract extension for architect of team lineup systems and culture. I love that by Allison Lucan. You may remember the first time we had Allison Lucan on the show, we were talking about her article that talked about one of my favorite kind of leadership models, which is the Tuckman model. She's talking about the leadership up and down the Seattle Kraken organization. And the thing about the Tuckman model that I like, I, I know I'm geeking out, but just stay with me for, for a minute and or read Allison's article. I'll put it in the show notes. The great thing about the Tuckman's model is that it gives you what the natural order of creating community is about, whether we're talking team in the professional sense, team in the athletic sense, like literally the Seattle Kraken team, but overall culture. Anytime you're with one more person, whether you're talking about a partnership, an intimate partnership, a business partnership, a family, a community, there are certain things where you're like, we, I'm excited. This is so exciting. Like release the Kraken. And then you go through the ups and downs and all of the turbulence that being in any kind of relationship, being around other people, being in the world presents to you. And the Tuckman model breaks down what those different stages of growing a team are, including the inevitable that once any piece of that team leaves, the cycle starts over again. And that's interesting because it's some of what Dave Haxtell has been alluding to. There is going to be change. All right. There's going to be no Carson Susie. There's going to be no Daniel Sprung, no Ryan Donato, no Morgan Geeky. We're still waiting on Vince Dunn. Andre Burkowski was brought in last year. Justin Schultz brought in last year. Martin Jones brought in last year. Uh, you know, Oliver Bjorkstrand brought in last year. There'll be new players brought in this year, Yamamoto and other players. And so there's always the cycle starts over again. The, the Tuckman's model starts over again. And what Dave has been tasked with doing is building the foundational pieces, the elemental pieces for the coaching staff. So I want you to hear what Dave thinks is the difference in this offseason from last offseason. And he mentioned some pretty straightforward things, including, yes, that he believes that training camp is going to be more competitive and it's going to be that way by design. Let's take you back to Dave Haxtell, head coach of the Seattle Kraken. I expect the competitiveness of camp uh, to be excellent. Um, I think everybody saw a noticeable difference in the level of camp last year from year one. Some of the competition from the youth within the organization and we saw a little bit of that last year. You're going to see a continuation of that. So veterans coming back knowing you know their their uh, their role, their their place within the team but continuing to, to compete uh, you know for that role um, is going to be something that you know, I believe it will be very exciting for everybody to watch and just to see. So there you go. Dave talked about the entire staff returning. We talked about this before, but we saw the goalie coach change. Steve Briere is mentioned by name as well as the rest of the staff in Dave's remarks, which again are on our YouTube channel. If you want that bonus content, make sure you are subscribed on Locked on Kraken. That is 
the only place to get it as of now. We've had some requests for audio. That's not necessarily the locked on model, but I'm gonna keep up to date with that. We might find a way to move that somewhere else. Anyway, the entire staff for Dave Haxel is back. So those building blocks, the foundational pieces are there. And there's less work that Dave Haxtell has to do as the head coach to reinforce that. In theory, I should say, there's less. There's always evolution. There's always change. I just talked about that. The other thing, again, is a competitive camp. A competitive camp. Uh, Dave Haxtell specifically talked about competition between the younger players as well as the vets knowing their role but continuing to compete. And I've talked about this. I've alluded to it multiple times, but that goaltending battle can be so juicy. I think it's going to be juicy for us. I also think that bottom six on the forwards is going to be competitive. That's a little bit of what I was alluding to yesterday with uh, we were referring to Jeff Baker's mailbag for the Seattle Times and talking about, all right, if we don't have the Donatos, Geekies, and Sprongs of the world, do some of those forward um, spots then become the, the, I mean, do some of those forward spots then open up for opportunity like Ty Cartier or Shane Wright? And we don't know the answer. That's what I said yesterday. I think we have to see training camp. And so I plan to be out there for training camp. We're going to have a good time. That's today's episode. Tomorrow, we're going to use, to use the extended metaphor, we're going to talk about the leadership that has been laid in place by Dave Haxtell in particular. And coming off of this episode, tomorrow's episode, we're going to, again, take you back to development camp. Because one of the things that really stood out to me were some of the guest coaches. It's a, it's a, a thing in the NHL. It's um, oftentimes a, a lot of women get coaching opportunities or get more exposure for their coaching careers by coming to the NHL. Um, and But that's the case for other young up-and-coming coaches. So I want to talk about that opportunity, but then also what's being reinforced at development camp that is going to improve the Coachella Valley Firebirds and improve the Seattle Kraken, not just in the years to come, but hopefully this coming season. High stakes for both teams, arguably more for the Firebirds. So we're going to have to talk about that as the offseason continues. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to each other. And I'm saying this also as a reminder to myself. You can't always assume that you know the intention behind what people type on online. That being said, so you have to control how you react to it. But that being said, you also can control the intention by which you type things online. So try to be kind in your intention. And if you think someone made a mistake, maybe ask some clarifying questions or just the fact that they have a New York accent. That's all I got. I'll catch you on the next episode of Locked on Kraken. Peace.